0: Welcome to Vagina Slims once again. My name is Lauren Rose, and I am the host of this podcast. And I hope that you are all doing very well today, because I have a very, very special podcast in line for you tonight. As always, if you'd ever want to ask a question to be answered by me on Vagina Slims or one of my co-hosts, just go to my Tumblr, which is the internet.tumblr.com. And, um, go ahead and ask me there. I always leave a link down below, so check it out. Also, (laughs) I got a really cool comment that I wanted to share before I, um, talk about the topic of the podcast. Let me go find it. Oh no, it's by an anonymous user on Tumblr, but they said, Hey, just wanted to say I love your podcast and I find them super relaxing to listen to. I love the vibe you give off and this might sound weird, but they give me this satisfying feeling of chewing a wad of bubble gum like when I was a kid. I have no idea why, but keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, that is an awesome sensation, and I hope all of you experience something like that um, at least some point when you listen to one of these podcasts. Um, but yeah, I think today I have a kind of like a continuation of the Riot Girl podcast, but maybe, like, a little bit darker or something, more (laughs) angrier, if possible, because I wanted to focus on, um, you know, the feelings that you get when somebody, like, crosses you, or, I mean, that sounds very (laughs) violent, which is not really the case, but, you know, it's, like, those times, I've kind of talked about this before, but when there are, like, times in your life that you kind of see the full picture and everything becomes like really twisted but you're glad that you got out of it you know what i mean so i'm gonna play some runaways um shampoo but i'm gonna start off with a great track by crystal castles and this is insulin Now that you're all pumped up, that was Insulin by Crystal Castles. a Really great, violent, violent track from them. I Well, I played Crystal Castles on here before, and I mentioned that I did go to one of their concerts, and I remember, I don't think I'd heard that song before I went to that concert, which was, I don't know, it was like a last-minute thing that went down. Um, but when it played in the venue it was just so, 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 so intense. And I was, like, at the back of the venue, but it was still, like, a huge mosh pit, but not, like, a gross mosh pit. I don't know. It was just super good, and yeah. I guess that's kind of a, <laughs> a good segue, because I keep on, like, taunting you guys with this Mac DeMarco story, um, not on purpose, and I got- A lot of messages asking me to talk about my experience and why I don't fuck with Mac DeMarco or at least his band and I don't know it's not necessarily just directed at him but it's more I don't know I had like a realization about like the music scene or at least that particular music scene that really bummed me out Um, basically the whole story starts my friend Niala and I we were going to the Mac DeMarco concert last summer I think And we were excited, whatever. It was sold out at the 7th Street entry at 1st Ave downtown. And on accident, we showed up there, like, two or three hours early. Because we wanted to get there early, but we got the times wrong. And so we ended up getting, like, first in line to get into the venue. And there's these two other, like, punker girls. They're super cute. We didn't really talk to them, though. And they were also with us. And then slowly but surely, of course, like, all these marlboro hat bros started like filtering in outside the line and i don't know of course we knew that like mac would come out to have a sig because you know it's Demarco, so we um met him before the show and he was really cool and we were all trying to be like casual like oh yeah like this is whatever but we were all freaking out and i actually got my menard shirt signed by him later that night um after the show but So, we get in, and this metal band came on before, and they were actually really awesome. Um, But nobody else who was there, they hated it, you know. And we were right up at the stage, like, literally right up to it. And the stage is pretty low at that venue. So, like, your knees pretty much touch the stage and everything. Mac DeMarco is about to come on, his band and everything, and we were like feeling pretty good. And then suddenly, you know, it's a sold out show. So like all of these bros are just like filtering in and like everyone's, you know, obviously pressing up against you and trying to get as close as possible to the stage. And when the show started, it was like, it was all good, you know? And then suddenly it just got crazy. Like I'm familiar with pits and just people being kind of like douches at shows but this was like extra like way too much and you know me and Yala, we were like tiny girls relatively and those two punk girls also were up with us in the front but we are just getting like torn like people are trying to like shove us back like all these boys just so they can i don't know touch mac demarco or something as like the crowd started surging like basically our knees were wrecked at the end of the show they were like bright red and bruised and whatever and you know that's kind of like a concert experience that's fun in a way but then we started getting groped throughout the concert and I remember like there's this one bro who like came out of nowhere and he went up behind Yala and I was like hey like that's my friend like don't hurt her because I knew that he was gonna like mosh into her and he just like looked at me sleazily he's like oh that's your friend And I just like gave him a dirty look. And I like she was kind of holding on to the speaker on stage and she held her ground for a while. But I just like didn't want to fuck with it. Like people were grabbing my ass. People were trying to grab my bag. And I was just like, what the fuck? And like all of them were like 18 or something. So meanwhile, on the stage, Mac is doing whatever he does. Just the band looked like really amused. Like they didn't really give a fuck about the audience, but they're like, oh, this is funny. Like everyone's like going crazy for us and at one point like the the crowd is surging so badly that the people in front like me and these girls were like getting pushed into these speakers like not willingly and the speakers or the amps sorry they're like getting thrusted into the players you know the the guys in the band and they have to like push it back with their feet but like mac totally could have just said like hey like you know He could have just, like, totally, I don't know, avoided that situation. I could tell, like, his bandmates were getting uncomfortable. All of that was just, like, putting me in a bad mood. I was like, fuck this. And later on, he, like, climbed these pipes and did, like, a hung upside down or whatever. And it was fun, but, like, not fun at the same time. Especially since I'd been, like, a fan of his music. And, you know, when you're kind of naive and you go into those situations, you're like... I don't know, it's just a lot. So, the end of the show came and my friend and I, we had to go back into South Minneapolis where we lived and it was I don't know, like 1 in the morning or something and if you know anything about like downtown, you don't wait at a bus stop to like get your bus, especially if you're like 20 minutes early. So we were kind of trying to hang around the venue and he was signing stuff in the meantime or or whatever. And we were, like, talking to the bouncer. He's like, yeah, like, I'm sorry, guys. I was trying to get to you. But he's, like, busy knocking people – or not knocking people out. Kicking people out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So whatever. We ended up going outside because we couldn't stay in the venue because they were cleaning up. And we're kind of trying to, like, hug the outside venue as much as we can because if not, people are just going to, like, come up to you in the streets and just give you a hard time. And that's always kind of the thing down there, which is annoying. But whatever. So, this boy comes out, who's, like, obviously tripping on some kind of, I don't know, shrooms or acid or something, and he had this, like, vegetable platter, and we're like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, the band gave it to me, and, like, all these other boys were like, yeah, like, I just snuck in, and, like, we h- we hung out, like, we smoked a cig in the basement, and I'm like, all right, I don't care, like, I'm just tired and sore, and I want to go home, and I knew that they weren't going to come out, so I didn't want to, I mean, we kind of felt that they would, but we didn't know what we would do because it's not like we're trying to hang you know and then pierce from the band came outside um and he basically started talking to us and i we didn't really know what to think we were kind of like struck at first like oh wow this is cool like they're talking to us and then he started asking us, like, if we wanted a ride home and, like, where we lived. And they're, like, oh, yeah, we could give you a ride home and, like, all this stuff. They bas- He basically thought that we were groupies and was, like, trying to pick us up. And this dude, I don't know how old he is, but he's not, like, in his 20s or at least doesn't look that way. So we were just, like, fuck this. And um, I don't know. Now whenever we see each other, we just kind of, like, side-eye Mac to Marco a little bit. And I personally, like, didn't like his mu- his music enough to, like, really be hurt by all of this because I just, like, I can go without Mac Marco in my life. But regardless of our situation, like, there's so many other shitty things that made it shitty. But, like, there's a lot of, ugh, like, gross stuff that happens when you meet your idols. And that's why I generally try to not meet my idols Um, without being, like, blind to what they do. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was my Mac DeMarco story. Um just like being a girl at one of the most like broiest concerts ever. So. <sighs> okay, I have the perfect song to play next, so I'm just going to go right into it and I'll answer your questions right after. But this is a live recording. I think it's from Japan. I have to check. Um, This is a song by The Runaways, of course, and I chose this song because it describes the kind of the anger, but also the lust and the yearning of wanting to not be a woman um, or not be seen as woman, you know, and yeah, this is a live recording of I Want to Be Where the Boys Are by The Runaways. be where the boys are by the runaways so 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 good i honestly i don't think that lita ford gets enough credit for her guitar skills because that was amazing especially live uh, i guess this playlist is kind of inspired by lana right? because um <laughs> her new release high by the beach like when i first heard it i didn't like it like i really detested it and like, most Lauderdale Ray songs, it just, like, grew on me completely. And I guess I didn't like it because it, it seemed, like, really simplistic, and... I li- I like the chorus, but, like, everything else just sounded, like, a little too, like, what? You know? Like, you can't really, <laughs> I don't know, regurgitate it, I guess. But ever since seeing the music video for it, it's it just, like, a huge dig on, like, paparazzi and people, like, trying to know everything about her and being in her business and now she's just like fuck you like i just want to get high by the beach and i just think that's so badass and it's so her you know she's always like me my friend luke talked about this but she's always like pissed or sad or just like disgruntled by her fame or the paparazzi i don't know i just thought that was really cool so inspired me to contribute in some way (laughs) Okay, so, um, I thought I would get back into the questions. Hanami Child said, I don't know if I said that right. Um, hey Lauren, I'm currently working in a factory and have been having a very hard time dealing with sexist and racist comments from other workers. As a mixed female, um, Japanese, Greek, and Dutch, I feel as though I'm hypersexualized and targeted in a place full of white middle-aged men. I've had issues of racist comments and inappropriate touching. I've talked to my supervisor, but the harassment has not stopped. It's only a summer job, but I'm absolutely miserable. I don't know what to do. Thanks. Okay, well, first of all, I'm sorry. That sucks so much. Especially like when you really need the money and people are just pounding on you for being you. Um, Sorry, that wasn't as eloquent as I probably wanted it to be but basically um it's awesome that you talked to your supervisor and they should have done something already if they haven't i think obviously if you don't feel safe you shouldn't go back you know and it sucks when you need money like i said but like if your safety is in jeopardy or even like your mental health if you're gonna like have a breakdown over it like just don't go and seek out your friends and hopefully they can help you out um since you're only having it for the summer i think it's really it's actually like a great advantage because if you wanted to you don't have to but um there is some paperwork that you could file because essentially what you're talking about sexual harassment that's like a violation of like your civil rights act um and there are laws in place for these kinds of companies or factories that protect you and you It doesn't have to be a huge thing but there are options so let me get some research in here before I say something wrong okay so basically I'm gonna leave a website down below for anyone who needs this or if you need it Um, but you can file a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission and the cool thing about this is that you can do it within 180 days from the time the activity occurred so if you decide, like, a month from now that, like, you really shouldn't have gone through that and you want to, like, do something about it, you still can't, like, you have, like, six months to do it. Grab a journal and write down all the comments that you've ever received. And if there are people who witness the comments and, you know, who who do them, just, like, write it all down and get proof. Um, and especially proof that you've already talked to your supervisor about it. Obviously, this this is kind of... A more direct way but you can also go up to your supervisor again and say like hey like I don't feel comfortable being at work something needs to change or you if you're confident enough you can tell the harassers to stop but like I don't that's just kind of dumped me because I feel like I just create a hostile environment so basically the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission they can do like a few things and the website talks more in depth about it if you want to look into it but they will basically notify your employer that you filed a charge against them. They'll begin an investigation. Um, They can settle, attempt to settle your complaint or refer you to somebody else, like a mediator, so you don't have to like be the front person in it. And, you know, you can request like a right to sue letter if you want to sue them. And ultimately, this is all coming down to your right to sue. Like you can sue if you want to and they could like, assess your case and see if you know it would be good for you to go through that um and I guess with all that being said I know it's like scary and a lot to think about but even just calling these people up and like telling them about your situation there's like no harm in that whatsoever so I'm sorry that that happened to you and just know that there are legal steps that you can take but if anything if you don't want to get into that just like tell your friends try to get a different job tell your harassers to stop if you feel like you can but more importantly like go up to your supervisor again and be like assertive and say this is still happening I've had people touching me inappropriately and if you don't do something about it I have to quit and if they don't do anything about that you know I just try to hit them with some legal shit so yeah i'm sorry stay strong okay with that being said i picked out a really good song that i think this was featured on the jawbreaker soundtrack when i first heard it but it's by a band called shampoo which i believe they're from the uk i've got like a lot of uk bands on this podcast but um yeah this is awesome this is called don't call me babe don't call me babe by shampoo another great aggressive rock and roll song about people disrespecting you and also about wanting to get people out of your life (laughs) which i'm all for um yeah i i think i might start doing the podcast a little shorter don't quote me on that but i'm trying to um i'm gonna answer one more question Um, this is by another anonymous user, but they said, Hey Lauren, I just got a fake ID and I was wondering if you had any tips with how to use it, um, at bars or party situations and stuff like that. Um, with fake IDs, if it looks like you, you should be golden. Obviously memorize yourself. I don't think when I had a fake ID... Okay, well, I've had a fake ID. When I had one, nobody ever asked me my birth date or anything like that. Usually, if you're not super fricked up when you come to the bar or wherever you need to go to get one, they won't give you a hard time. But if you're, like, already belligerent and they know that you're... Because a lot of bouncers, like, they know when you're underage or waitresses. Like, they know. And it's all just a judgment on, like, your character pretty much and if you're, like, going to cause trouble or not. So just be nice. Don't be too cocky. Just, like, slip in with your friends. Obviously, don't be the first or last one in the group if you're going as a group. Just be in the middle and be low-key and don't cause trouble. Um, Oh, also, the location is always, like, super um, iffy. Like, you should ask your friends if it's easy to get in or not because there are places that I never would ever go. But more importantly, I just want to, like, touch on fake IDs and my experience with, like, being young in, a like, an older scene and thinking it was really cool, it's not really that cool. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it is, and it can be. It depends on your perspective and whatever, but sometimes I see kind of, like, younger girls that used to be me, and I'm only 21, but I'm just like, no, like, save yourself. Like, don't talk to that boy. Like, don't uh, don't idolize these people, because a lot of them are, aren't shit so yeah as long as you're there with your friends and you're having a good time like that's all that's all great but like people say like once you get your license or your yeah your drinking license it doesn't really matter anymore like it's not as fun so enjoy yourself be safe and like hold your ground always especially when you enter like a new party scene or whatever like hold your ground and listen to your instincts and um i don't know just do you but that reminded me of the song that I'm going to play. That's why I answered it. So this is by The Donnas. The Donnas are, um, I don't know if they were made by Kim Fowley again. I'd have to look into it. But they were a band in like the late, late 90s. They were kind of like cashing in on this Riot, gr- riot Girl thing. And they had some like questionable lyrics. <laughs> but I love this song. Um, it's called who invited you and it's basically like being in a party scene or playing a show and having everyone like silently judging you waiting for you to screw up and you're just like who invited you and um and it also has a bit about like you know people not thinking that you were cool at some point and now you are hot shit because i don't know physically you've changed or you're doing something cool and not everyone wants to be on your ass pretty much so (laughs) i thought it was a cool angsty tune that summarizes a lot of experiences that you may come across as you get older as always thank you for listening to vagina slims go ahead and ask your questions for next week's podcast um and yeah as always the track list will be down below so here's who invited you by the donnas enjoy